Hello and welcome to another episode of Awkward Conversations with my amma. I'm Sahitya and you're joining me with my fabulous mother Hema Malini and this week is all about collaboration and I'm collaborating with some wonderful women which is why we like to call ourselves the Wonder Women. And I always wonder why women don't collaborate more. They don't talk more, pull each other up, have real important conversations just like my amma and I do. It gets uncomfortable, it gets awkward. But more importantly, we bond together. There's a lot of growth and there's a lot of change in the right direction. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking to Dr. Amrita, and there seems to be a theme going around here. I don't know if there are a lot of teenage moms who are tuning in, so this one's for you as well. If not, you're not a mom just yet. You're listening to this. This is going to give you a lot of flashbacks to your teenage years. At least that's what it's doing for me. Stay tuned. My mother's going to be sharing quite a few embarrassing stories, so don't go anywhere. Dr. Amrita, I love listening to your podcast. It's amazing where you talk about women, how they can turn their skills and hobbies into something lucrative and be financially independent. So I'm going to be linking her podcast in the description. Head on over, check it out. But what quest? What is your question for Amane? Hi, I'm Dr. Amrita. of the doctor's creative diary podcast i have a question for you what do you wish you had done differently aunty when sahitya was a teenager wow dr amrita pulling no punches there what an interesting question amma do you have any regrets see this is really going to get awkward amrita yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe i needed this to went out you know thanks Okay. I think at each point in time when you look back, we always feel that we could have done this a little bit better. I think unless otherwise we feel that way, there's no growth in a person. And hindsight is always twenty twenty. That is true. That is always true. So one thing I always felt is that I could have, and honestly. i don't even know how to voice it out because there's a mild confusion in me itself or i haven't understood the concept not your question but the person sahitya is let me put it that way i always at times i used to feel that she is a little bit sharp with people she'll say ama these are very negative or i don't want these negative energies or negative people in my life but me i don't think anybody is totally negative or totally bad but then again I, i think you let people walk all over you and you Could let be. people take liberties with your time your energy and i think in a way seeing how you have been with people has shaped how i interact with people you have said that all the time my child but i think if I should have been a positive influence. Yes, you I have. Sh- I should not you have taught influence. me how to set boundaries, which is one of the best things ever. I <laughs> wish you knew how to set boundaries better with people. <laughs> it's the, it's a skill set I've been trying to teach you for years, and I'm I don't know if you've gotten any better at it. But I think, I think your definition of positive and negative is very black and white, because for me, I can learn from my parents. what to do and how to do it the right way but my parents are also human true and to err is human true and there are some things i'm like i've seen my mother do it i've seen my mother pay the price for it 
I've seen people take advantage of your goodness. I've seen people take advantage of your time, your generosity, and you give, 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 give. And you've been raised with, I don't know if it's cultural, I don't know if it's societal, I don't know if it's just our family. I'm not sure yet. I'm trying to figure that out. But you're raised with this, and I don't see that with your brothers. You have so many siblings. Somehow, they're all capable of setting boundaries. They're all capable of giving when their time and energy is valued. Except somehow you give, give, give. And you have this mentality is it's important to give without expecting anything in return. Definitely. Only for charity. No, I Yes, think... only for charity. That's charity. And you don't do charity with family. You don't do charity in your relationships. People need to value what you bring to the table. And I don't see people doing that. I see people taking advantage of the kind of person that you are. And I don't want that ever. See, to me, I cease to be the person I am when I let others' behavior dictate how I'm going to react or respond. I'm me. It's up to you how you take it. You can consider me a fool or you can consider me a generous person or whatever it is. But the fact is to give or to do whatever I can in any given situation is what is me. So So, great. I'm very happy for you if that's your perspective. Uh, Actually, let me rephrase that. I am not happy for you. I (laughs) want that to change. And I've been trying to get through to you because you have been raised with this mentality of uh, to be feminine, to be a mother, to be a woman in a family, a matriarch requires so much sacrifice requires putting yourself last requires putting everyone else you put me and appa and your son and everybody else who turns up above you now you have grandchildren also pushing you down the list further but if you don't take care of yourself how are you going to be there what will you have left to give anybody giving gives you so much joy but if you are not recharging yourself, what do you have left Maybe to Maybe it is the joy that recharges me. Why don't you consider it I don't see it, it recharging way? you. If it truly recharged you, I do you think we would be having these conversations? Then do you think how else do I do so much, either physically or otherwise also? I think Maybe. you are pushing yourself beyond your limit. I think you're one of the strongest people I know mentally and that works to your advantage and disadvantage. Because you push yourself past your limit that you no longer know what your limits are. And I see that with a lot of my friends' mothers. And it's that generation. But I do not see that with fathers. I do not see that with brothers. And I I only see that with women. And I think that's cultural. And I think how women are raised. And uh, let me also say this here. This feminism concept. I mean, I also believe a woman is to be respected. We are at par minimum with men. Or I would even say women are far better than that. Okay. But why do you people have to bring in feminism into everything and anything like you do it only because you are a woman and men don't do it. I think every small thing gets tainted with this feminism point One of second. view. One second, to say that it's tainted implies okay. that there's something negative with Sorry, it. Sorry, maybe and painted. Okay. Yes, painted or coloured. Okay, fair enough. Mum, 50% of the world is female. Definitely. And 50% of the world is male. And whether we like it or not, a lot of our life is through a gender lens. Except it's been vilified to view it that way. For example, 
let's say at a workplace you are someone who's always been uh, very good at what you do you finish something quickly and you wanted to do things well it's always been viewed negatively whereas if a man had the same qualities great he's a he's a go getter whereas you're an ambitious woman that's not happening uh because they are not looking at gender it's happening because they're looking at gender um you wanted to be a doctor you have brothers who are doctors i think you would have made a phenomenal doctor with your need to give your ability to care for people your mind bend when it comes to science and mathematics you didn't get that chance why because you're a woman and you should not be touching other people nobody ever said that to your brother i don't think that's a conversation he had to have all that is true sahin but you need to understand the times that i lived in do you think if now you had wanted to be a doctor i would have prevented you or for that matter is it difficult for the ladies of this generation to become a doctor yes. no yes you are I living in a bubble so. you are absolutely living in a bubble you would be surprised i have friends who are doctors and patients walk in and tell them nurse doctoring ma nurse call the doctor because they assume you're a woman you've got to be a nurse do you know how many women uh get get mishandled by patients because they think they can get away with it you are there because you are sick your life is in that person's hand they're caring for you yet you have the audacity the daring and somehow the entitlement and the knowledge that you can get away with what you're doing you think that doesn't come from the gender lens you think everything we do doesn't come from a gender lens the fact that men are called men and women the term has men in it human has man in it it's that so all the books that we were written the language that you and i speak for example uh people talk about how uh the a calendar a month of 28 days was was you know a man came up with it what is the need for a man to keep track of something every 28 days you and i had to keep track of our period cycle every 28 days do you think the first calendar or a first cycle was brought about by a woman keeping track of a calendar or a man how many men do you know keep track of their partner or their wife cycles and let's go back in time something as simple as that every day you and i check the date so so much of the world that we live in has been created by and for one gender so and i don't see the problem i don't even see why we need the term feminism but it's really sad that that's what we need because at the end of the day feminism is just asking for equality you don't have to ask for equality why are you asking because there are a lot of women who want it who need it and they can't ask for it and i whether i was born with it whether i was raised this way have a voice and i don't mind exercising it amrita now i think you would have gotten your reply <laughs> didn't you <laughs> okay at times i love our discussions but at times when you are at the fagen door you are a bit tired whatever conversations that we start yes they either become discussions to put it politely <laughs> <laughs> or we have to argue our way around but not that i regret it because i think but i also feel it that should not be the way all the time that's all okay but she can never ever settle down for anything less or anything 
that she doesn't feel comfortable with i have the courage of conviction okay so i don't know whether i should have changed it or told her there are certain things that we have to i mean we should also know what can be changed and what cannot be which we have to accept so but why do we have to accept one, something that's one point i myself am not very very sure about and as i told you in the beginning she will ruthlessly cut any relationship if she thinks it's not doing anything good for her i to me i accept people i mean either relationships you are anyway for anybody to me there's a purpose to be married to a man or to having a siblings or whatever it is friendship i think is the only thing that we choose and in our days i don't think we had a choice with even marriages which happens to be in these days so you accept and from there i start building my life you understand like this is the relationship how am i going to take it the possibility that you need to cut off or exclude someone still doesn't sit well with me yeah or i am unable to digest i that i'll always feel where did i go wrong because i have on one side five brothers and another side six six children laws and i still maintain wonderful relationships and respect with them i that, that is quite debatable if you ask I me i understand okay. that's not how whereas, i would qualify those relationships okay whereas yeah i can't understand it when somebody says you can do this is one point well me and my daughter never don't see eye to eye with and i always felt when i have set a living example but as she has said yeah she has also learned from me what not to do too so i wonder what did i do to make her feel that way that's all so there is not a lot that you did there is a lot that you put up with that made me realize that that is not what i want and i would disagree with you when you say i ruthlessly cut relationships out of my life i don't i think about it it takes a lot of time effort and work on my part because i am a lot more social than you are whether you like it or not people matter to me a lot more than you do one minute let me make that correction i totally agree and understand i know when you went to chellamal college for a function and then when there were children poor and needy children children i mean daughters of auto drivers or somebody who couldn't afford but who wanted to be and where you offered to do free coaching for them for modeling or whatever so i have seen the humane part of you too but to me that and this clashes a person who can be totally nice to a stranger then why don't you accept the fact like this is a person who is there in my life as such and such relation yes I just and i also it. accept and the fact that you are incredibly toxic and i also accept the fact that you clearly do not value this relationship enough to make an effort to meet me midway i also accept the fact that you know this person says it's my way or the highway and their way does not work for me so i'll take the highway i don't need to like it but i think the difference between you and i is i have a strong sense of self you are self sacrificing i am self protecting and that i think is the biggest difference between you and i i think everyone needs to be self protecting 
and that does not make you selfish there's a huge difference because if you are not caring for yourself if you are not safeguarding your energy i see the difference in me when i step back from relationships like that i'm happier uh i i have fewer regrets i don't feel taken for granted i don't feel stepped on i don't have issues like that and what i feel i have expressed i have not suppressed it for the sake of continuing a relationship that's not doing me any good and it's no relationship ought to be one sided that's what i've always told you not even that of a mother and a child granted initially it would largely be that way but then things got to reverse nothing is ever truly 50 50 there are times it's 90 10 one way and there are other times it's got to be 10 90 the other way with a lot of your relationships it's 100% you and it's just zero the other side and you seem to be okay with it that is my problem but this is not a business for you to i give you this you give me back something in return ah uh, it's respect i respect you enough to meet you midway i value what you do for me to show you that i value you the people that you do 100 150% for bend over backwards mess up your health in the process i also see it how it affects you mentally i also see that you do not have the skills for you to process how it's affecting you mentally and emotionally and you also bundle it up or push it under the carpet and go on and on and on because that's the one thing you know to do is go on and on and on and on and on I like to pause. I like to take stock of things and see if it makes sense. I am happy to sit down, restart any of these relationships if they want to sit down and have a conversation. In all of your relationships, do you ever have trouble apologizing when you do something? I don't have. I make a mistake. I don't mind apologizing. Great. How many of those relationships do these people apologize to you when they do something? Yes, you take a deep breath and you move on in no. a lot of those cases. The thing is maybe I have oh you've done this you have to apologize to me to me. You don't need to as much as they know that's all. No 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 hold on. And it reflects on them not on me. It reflects both ways because it's important for you to set healthy boundaries. People will do as much as you allow and you let them to do. And just because someone is related to you by blood does not give them license and liberty to treat you badly great we share dna give me a call if you ever need an organ until then like if you don't know how to be a nice person if you don't know how to be a positive influence in my life why you talk so much about positivity and negativity and focusing on everything that's positive look at it this way I'm not stepping away from something. I'm walking towards all the positive relationships in my life and I'm conserving my time and energy for those. Because through those I thrive, I grow, I change, I improve. And that to me matters more. And is that not self-centered considering that only I I I I matter, my growth, my development and No, because that would imply that I am a selfish person and those other people are not getting anything out of these relationships and I know what I bring to the table I give to the people that I love I don't ask anything of them but it's important for me to be respected and valued I don't need someone to give me something in return I will give them 100% I just need them to realize that I'm giving them 100% and value the 100% that they're getting I'm not even expecting a thank you 
that is all i'm expecting because that is the difference between being taken advantage of and being in a nice positive relationship and that's what i try to tell you you need healthier boundaries but growing up in the kind of families and from the time that you did boundaries were an alien world and they only existed between countries because i could never ever understand the concept of you wanting privacy and sitting in the room and expecting me to knock that's something oh i have never oh my god never, the number of fights we had when i was a teenager never, my mum would say please i haven't come to terms with it even now oh. for your kind information <laughs> now i can understand you it. expect you and... me to knock in my own house definitely yes it is my room no people need space what do you mean by space it's not i need a... a little bit of time to myself for me to Fair sit back relax and recharge yes and you barging the, in on those the time. T- those times i can understand ma now i fine that half an hour one hour i can understand but not like i come into the house i'll go into my room i'll lock the door and then you expect me to knock and come why should i i'm not living in a hotel to go knock in each and every room sir may i come in no i mean nor am i a waitress it's not like you were serving me food and you were knocking the room door for that i'm so sorry i still do okay come <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so calling me for dinner and serving me food are not the same thing mom but so now we're going in a different tangent but i think that's where you say you don't find time for you to read a book you say you don't find time for you to i don't find time to do anything for myself you don't make time for yourself that is setting a boundary this is my space i need a little time to myself i'm closing the room door respect my privacy so when someone's coming and knocking it's not alienating they're letting you know hey i would like to interact with you are you ready to interact right now are you doing something else and in your head only if they are changing only if something is happening like privacy is so commoditized and it's so precious that it's only allowed in like these little 30 second drips now and then no sometimes i'm just not in a nice mood and if i was out and about we are going to get into a fight it's better off if i'm by myself and then i can figure out how i unwind and how i can fix my mood we're never going to agree um, exactly <laughs> exactly ha so these are all some of the things maybe okay. when your grandchildren become teenagers they can explain these concepts of why party needs to knock on the door yeah just as prashant wanted you to explain to me what is moving in a relationship from friendship to being romantic like that i don't know <laughs> to me it is either this or that yeah fine everything is not black and white and we'll get you there there always be shades of gray in your language yes and life is lived in the gray very rarely in the black or the white gray market no 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 <laughs> mom i don't even think you understand what that means I, true mm. so for those of you listening my mom has no frame of reference so do not even go there is it such a bad word a bad thing it's not such a bad word it's a reference in a different tangent i'll explain okay. it to you another time okay okay <laughs> mm. So Amrita thank you for opening that can of worms and that discussion Pandora's box <laughs> I swear now I'm never going to hear the end of it the next time my mother needs to knock at least for the next week or so so we're going to be thinking of you if you're hiccuping a lot now you know why On that note thank you so very much for joining us on another episode of Awkward Conversations with my amma 
This one got really awkward and there's lots more to come. We have lots of amazing questions and lots more collaborations coming up week on week. If you have questions or topics that you want to address, please let us know. You can feel free to DM me on any of my social media channels, which I'll be linking in the description box. Or you can send us questions, voice notes. If there are any guests you would like for us to have on the show, we're open to suggestions. Until the next episode, this is me, Sahitya, and my Amma Hema Malini saying bye. Bye. With special thanks to Amrita. <laughs>